Welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. On this podcast, I've got three of my staff members here with me today. Gentlemen, would you introduce yourselves? Yeah, this is Rob Spikstra, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenora, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director. All right. Well, we are going to get back to this peers test that we've been ta- that we started talking about last week, and this was a test that we took from the Nehemiah Institute on a biblical worldview, and it, it, it asks you questions that regard in regards to politics, economics, education, religion, and social issues. And these, um, it's just man, it's a it's a difficult test. It's a great tw- test that we'd encourage you guys to go take and just. Um, see where you're where you're lacking. See what you're good at, and then you can kind of tailor your studies. So, for me, I had to, I needed to read some books on economics. Mm-hmm. I just kind of grew up, um, you know, absorbing what I've been taught in college and and from my peers. And I didn't really have a very, I never came to the Bible and asked economic questions. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, and same thing with, with some politics and even some education stuff. And it, it's really changed and challenged me. Mm-hmm. It helps you to see what you don't know about yourself. I mean, you just assume you you know you are, you know, we, we claim our, our love of the Word of God. We claim that it is all Scripture sufficient for, you know, everything. And yet then you discover that you have, you know, I, I personally have absorbed some things of the world that I didn't realize was anti-Scripture. So, yeah. yeah. You, you just hear talking points in school and on the news and, you hear these kind of talking points, and you just go, "Oh, yeah, that sounds, sounds good." That sounds kind of. It sounds true. right. I think that sounds. Yeah. That sounds right. And you bring it into your worldview, and, and sometimes it can kind of sneak in there, and you you don't realize that no, actually, the Bible has a different uh, right. idea than than what you've been told. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of these difficult questions just over over this I don't know next six months or so, when we don't have anything really pertinent, we don't have any uh, viewer or listeners questions mm-hmm. to answer. We're going to go through some of these uh, often misunderstood and mis, uh, missed questions from this test. And today was a pretty simple one. And I don't think, I mean, look at, I'm going to look at my test here. I'm hoping I didn't miss this one. I'm hoping I didn't miss it either, but I got to find it. Question, it have been question number, no, I got it right. Okay. Good deal. But here's the, here's the question or here's the statement. And you can, you can answer agree or disagree. Government should rest as directly as possible on the will of the people. Yeah. Now if you're, you know, if you think about the constitution, we the people, you know, you you start off that way, it can be a little tempting to say, yeah, I would agree with that. We are a nation that does not want to have uh, you know, this king over us. We want to be the ones who uh, you know, make the give the direction you know, give, make the laws, that kind of a thing. So in one sense, I can see how you could miss it if you're thinking in those general terms of we the people. So, yeah. So this would be an outright democracy. Yeah. A democracy is, um, if there's 10 people, all 10 people get a vote. Mm -hmm. And if it's six to four, that's what we do. Yeah. Right. Or, I mean, Theoretically, if there's 100 people and 51 vote to uh, 
start taxing you, <laughs> then the 49 have to just say, okay. Guess this best be the best thing to do. Mu- the majority this, said yes. This must be the best thing to do. <laughs> so Rob's response there shows you that <laughs> this is not the biblical position. Right, right, right. Okay. So in that sense, democracy is not biblical. Yeah. Outright democracy is not biblical. Yeah. Okay? Now, why not? Well, Honestly, the, the word that we need to focus in on there, or the words, is, let me, let me just read it again. Government should rest as directly as possible on the will of the people. This idea of the will of the people, that's where the, the problem lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just answer it this way. When it comes to government, whose will... <laughs> Whose will should determine how a government is set up? Mm-hmm. God's will. God's will. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we should be able to say that right away. We're Christians. We believe that God made the world. We believe that God revealed himself mm-hmm. in the word of God, gave, gave us the word of God, gave us his son. And in that word, in the Bible, God speaks, God gives a lot of principles um, when it comes to what he, how he expects us to live. Mm-hmm. What does morality look like? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just think of the Ten Commandments in a very broad, in a broad, right. revealed will, the re- revealed will of God. Right. right. So if, do you find it? Yeah, I found it. <laughs> Alex, Alex has uh, been looking for his test and he's been blaming everybody else saying he never got it. <laughs> I, I said I passed with 100%. They just didn't send me nothing. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're on the podcast, now you got to reveal what you got. Yeah. What number is it? Hey, Kevin, look at it. You got to help him read this thing. Oh, that's just the answer key. Oh, come on, Tate. Alex has the answers. Alex has Had the answers. He no, got 100%. Got 100%. <laughs> for my, my answer key for me. <laughs> oh, okay. For me. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, just his answer key. So you don't, you don't know what you got on it. Hmm. All right. So, so here's, the, here's the problem with democracy. God says, um, thou shalt not kill, right? Thou shalt not commit murder. And then you get in a democracy, and there's 100 people there, and 51 of them say, I think we should kill that guy over there because mm-hmm. I don't like him. Yeah. Well, democracy says then that, then, right. you know, 51% or whatever, 50 point whatever makes yeah. right. Right. That, that makes it right. Yeah. The will of the people is what determines... Um, how the government mm-hmm. should should behave, mm-hmm. right? And and we know what's wrong. What's wrong with the will of the people? It's <laughs> fallen, fallen. Yeah, Sinful. the will of the people has been affected by sin in a great way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we can't think clearly, <laughs> or we think selfishly. Let's put it that way. Yeah. We think so very much what is going to be the best for me personally. Uh, that's just kind of our general our general bent. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm. And that's a major problem when it comes to mm-hmm. government and politics and laws and taxation and all different things. I am prone to think about myself mm-hmm. or my my family. Mm-hmm. I'm not prone to think about the next generation or yeah. the generation after that. Right. Right. Every single one of us mm-hmm. more than likely, you know, couple years ago when the government started sending out those relief checks mm-hmm. we were like cha-ching cash that sucker you mm-hmm. know not 
I mean, we we were thinking about. I know many. We talked about like, man, this is. We know this is going to have a um, detrimental effect on our society and right. our economy. Right. We were yeah. on this podcast. We were talking about this is going to have economical Im- implications. We're going to go into a recession. This is going yeah. to be a problem. Right. And. <clears throat> And, the, and, and I know that's a little different because the government said you couldn't go to work. And so if the government says you can't go to work and the government should, you know, uh, you know, has a whatever the government, you know, they, they sent us a check to to make up for that. But um, the problem with this line of thinking. And this is a major problem today. If it's just it's just selfishness. Mm-hmm. And we vote for things that we think will give us mm. the most benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's having detrimental effects to society, and eventually, um, you know, we we don't we won't have the tax base to cover mm-hmm. the retirement offerings that we're offering other people. We've got trillions of dollars in debt. All kind of things are going, mm. you know, go, yeah. going poor. Because and, I, and I think we see this. I mean, you can have a, a number of examples, but I think right now we really see it um, when, we, when we look at even our own government where there is an unwillingness to really make some difficult decisions economically uh, for the long-term future. So in other words, like you just pointed out, not for this generation, but for generations coming, that if we don't deal with uh, you know the debt that we're in and the deficit that we're in, uh, it, it is going to have an effect eventually, but nobody wants to make the immediate, the, the hard decision now because it's going to affect those who are in our in positions of authority. It's going to actually affect their ability to stay in that authority. So that yeah. nobody wants nobody wants to make the hard decision because we're all thinking about right now. We're yeah. thinking very immediate. And th- this is why our politics is broken. Yeah, right. because I the idea is I have to. I have to promise people. I have to promise people things that I'm going to give them things mm. when I get into office, and that means when I get into office, in order for me to stay in office, mm-hmm. I have to fulfill my campaign pledges that told them I was going to whatever, whatever I was going to do, mm-hmm. provide them goods and services, right. benefits, mm-hmm. even though what I need to do is take away those goods and services. Right. Yep. I need to cut mm-hmm. right. Medicare or Medicaid. I need to cut. Um, the welfare state. I need to shrink. I need to fire the IRS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to get rid of the Department of Education. Yeah. Like these major things that need to happen, mm-hmm. po- politicians are unwilling to do them because they know if they say they're going to do them, they're, pro- they're probably not going to get elected. And if they do get elected and then they do them, the people are going to be so mad at them, they're going to get voted out. Right. 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 But we know you can't keep paying out things if you're not bringing in that equal amount right, right? Mm. France this week just came out and, and said that they're raising the retirement age two mm-hmm. years yep. I think it's from 62 to 64 yeah if, if I'm right yeah I think you're right. the French people went crazy right because the French people uh, retirement is like a sacred right to yeah. them they've got mm. the most generous retirement program in the world wow. and yeah so they they prize that baby but is driving their nation down and it for the good of the next generation coming up they really do need to deal with this but no so what did the majority of the people do they they went out and protested yep. they went out and stopped the, the the trains they went out and stopped the traffic they went out because they don't want their to lose this this prize that they have held on to 
but it's going to actually kill them if they don't, you know, their economy, if they don't deal with it. So those people, they're only thinking about their needs, mm-hmm. right? They want to retire right now. Mm-hmm. And the, their, their children and their children's children are having less children. Mm-hmm. And so there's less young workers sure. entering the workforce. And you have to have these young workers entering the workforce paying for the retirement. See, there is no like big bank account somewhere right. that all this money is just sitting. There, if you're not, if you don't have these young workers entering the workforce that you can tax, then you can't pay the retirement. Right. There, there is no money there. Like we got off of the gold standard, you know, and there is no, nothing backing. The only thing backing our economy is a big old promise. Yeah. Right. Which is very, which is very scary. Monopoly money is what we're we, we're making at this point. So yeah, hundred percent monopoly money. So mm-hmm. now, now th- this is interesting. Our country was not founded. As a democracy. Right. Right? We are not a democracy. Right. Which I think is a surprise to many people. If you would ask them if we have a democracy or not, they would probably say, yes, we're, a, we're a democracy. Well, no, not, not like this. We're no, not. We are, we, we have, we are a republic is what we, what we were. Yeah. Right. Or what we are. We're, we're a republic and we have limited, um, limited democracy. Yeah. We have democracy in the sense that we do get to vote. Everybody does get to vote, but it has not the same kind of, well, okay. Right. Not everybody. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) Not everybody. So again, now when we, our country was founded, do you, you know, you had to be a landowner Mm -hmm. and you had to be a head of a household, Mm -hmm. like a man, Mm -hmm. basically. That's, Mm -hmm. that's who could, that's who could vote. And that, um, there were some problems with that. But there was also some, uh, they wanted not, they wanted property owners to vote. Have you ever thought why, why would they want property owners to vote? Landowners. Why would they want, why would they reduce the voting rights to property owners and landowners? Because they have roots in that area. Because they have roots in that area? Okay. Uh, property is going to be the very resource it's going to to produce, it's going to actually build your economy. So you have to have property to, in order for that to occur, in order to, to to grow and expand. Yeah, and what does it say about you? More than likely, that those are all both those things are true. What is it? What also? What does it say about you if you own property? More than likely, it's not guaranteed, but more than likely, somewhat management, uh, management, uh, money management. Okay, you know how the world works. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah. just say it like that. You know, I have to work hard. I have to be able to save money. I have to be able to buy something, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I own it, now what, is, what does it say about me once I own something? Like, I have to be responsible with it, yeah. Yeah. right? I, I have to understand how to make money off that land, how mm-hmm. to protect that land, how to take care of that land, right? Sure. I have, I'm invested. Yeah. Like, right. I'm, I'm invested in this, in this land, so I want it to see it succeed, right? Yeah. I, want it to see, I want to see it go well. Well, so they wanted... I have to, you know, it comes with, I have to be a little, I have to be knowledgeable. I have to, I'm invested in my community. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a, I'm a stakeholder here. Right. Right. And so they wanted these folks to have, have the voting rights. Right. Now it's interesting in the original, uh, you know, what, what is it? The, um, it's not the, it's not the, is it the bill of rights? Which is the declaration of independence that says that, um, life, liberty. Yeah. That's declaration of declaration of independence. Every, every, human being has been endowed by his creator with certain inalienable rights. Some of these are the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Okay? That third one was originally life, liberty, and uh, property. Hmm. 
Didn't know that. Life, liberty, property. And when it went to the group and they got changed, and I can't remember who, off the top of my head, I can't remember who said, no, 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 let's not say property. Let's say the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness. Okay. okay? Um, because we believed that being able to own something and someone else not steal it, somebody else not take it from you, specifically the government or anybody else, was a human right. Mm-hmm. But I could work for something, buy something, own it, and it was mine and no one could take it from me. That, mm-hmm. was, a, that was an inalienable right. Well, it did get changed to, to pursuit of happiness. And it's, it is interesting because the, the more we've moved away from being land, having, like having a person have to own something, something. to have yeah. a right, mm-hmm. we all think we have the right mm-hmm. to vote. Right. Okay? What, and now they're even talking about, low, now we know too, you, can, you have to be at least 18 years old to mm-hmm. vote. Um, women now obviously have, have also have the, the, the right to vote. And we're seeing that people are wanting to lower the age to vote to 16. Now just think, how would a 16-year-old... What would a 16-year-old be thinking about more than likely when they're voting? Money. <laughs> In what ways? Shoot, get me as much money. I mean, I'm thinking like raise the minimum wage. I want to make 20, 30, 40 bucks an hour. Um, shoot. I mean... Three-day work week. Three-day work week. <laughs> complete independence from parents. Free college. Free college. If I, if I need to go to college. Yeah. Government buys me a car. Right. No, we're joking and we're being a little facetious, kind but, of. but it's not. I know my son is 16 yeah. and my son's got a good education. And he's a smart kid, but he, my son would be like, yeah, I think the state should, we should probably get like two or three pairs of tennis shoes from the state. That's what I was thinking, shoes. They should provide that. The government's like, that's all you want? We'll throw that in. Listen, life, liberty, and I need shoes on my feet. As many shoes as I want. Don't we deserve, we're Americans, don't we deserve shoes? Yeah. Don't we deserve like, and we're joking and being facetious here, but young people, they don't understand that these things cost real money somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of the stuff that it takes to run a government, and, and, and it costs money, and the stuff that the government provides for us, free health care, free this, free that, it all, somebody's paying for it. The government makes no money. Right. Right, we the people make the money. So, what a sixteen-year-old doesn't realize is some person is actually paying for that service that you're getting, and you, up until this point, more than likely, have not contributed one dime mm-hmm. to society. Mm-hmm. Right, one dime to the tax uh, to, to taxes. Right, so you, mm-hmm. haven't, you haven't given it. So, this is why they wanted people to be landowners, right? These people knew what it took to to get the land. They knew what it took to keep up the land. They they were more responsible, more than likely, with money, Mm -hmm. right? And um, one of the bizarre kind of phenomenons that we're experiencing now, as more and more people are single, they are not homeowners, they, and, and they're wanting more and more, what's the term? I can't remember the term that when you, re- uh, benefits, they're wanting more and more benefits from the government, right? And they don't understand their duties. They don't understand that they actually have a duty to their country to provide certain goods and services, to provide whatever, if it's taxes or being a productive member of society, they, they don't understand that. And this in this last election, 
where many people were thinking, oh, it's going to be a red wave. The reason, it, one of the main reasons it wasn't a, a red wave, even though the gross mismanagement of, of um, the economy and all different things, and people were not happy with Biden, was because the amount of single women and single men who want to impress their female adjacent is the word. They're female adjacent. So here's, here's the idea. Single women, modern single women, want the right of abortion. They believe it's a right. They want it, the government to pay for it. If, if they, they think it's their right, an inalienable right, uh, that they don't have to be pregnant. They can be sexually promiscuous and not, not get pregnant. And so these single women who are, who are you know, many, most of them are not homeowners and they're not really, you know, they're, they're, they're younger. They, they voted for that right they wanted themselves. They don't know, they don't care about Biden's economic policies. They don't care about his, uh, you know, the border crisis. They don't care about all this. They wanted their right to, that's what they wanted. They wanted their right. And many of these young men, they're female adjacent. So what they're trying, they, they just, oh, what, what do I got to believe to get that girl. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, I believe in women. Women should have a right to, to kill their babies. I, I believe in women's rights, mm-hmm. too. And so they're voting, they're voting, you know, just to, just to, get, these, just to get these girls. Mm-hmm. And so you see this problem of democracy as a nation, if, if you're a fully democratic nation, as the people become immoral, your nation right. becomes immoral. Sure. Right. And immorality doesn't work over the long haul. Right. Families are the most stable unit of society. Families are what societies are built on, right? And the young people know that they're working to provide for themselves, but they're also working to, to make a better world, right? They want to leave, the statement used to be, I want to leave behind a better country than I, than I found it, right? And, I, and, and right now, when we're, li- we're living for right now, we, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. I was thinking, and I can't, I'm just trying to find the the actual name of the individual, but I was just thinking about this is really returning back to the days of the judges where every man does what is right in his own eyes. But I was thinking of that particular story, and of course we see the immorality, immorality that goes on there in the book of Judges and in that time period. But I was thinking of the particular individual who they actually, the town, actually the majority, so we'll go back to the majority, hires the hires the thug to be the to, to be the kind of the king because he will give them what they want and in the end of course then he his thuggery plays back on them you know kind of kind of a feel to it but it, it's it's again it's going back to when we begin when we have when we reject that there is a god when we reject that there is a ton uh, that there is a, a god that is the sovereign and whom we are to be dependent upon and who are to receive our laws from then we make laws that we think are good just for ourselves and in the end we have the kind of the 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 chaos that they had in 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 the book of judges we, we're beginning to see that same chaos here where where you you know, you can see how totalitarian societies. I mean, you always wonder how did these guys get into these positions where they are they are dictators. Well, it's because you begin giving over increasingly. You just want you just want what you want. Yeah. If and, you give me power, I'll give you free health care. Yeah. If you give me power, yeah. I'll give you a, a mandatory income. Right. If you give me power, I'll give you abortion. If you give me power, I'll give you a, a higher min- minimum wage. Yeah. yeah. Right, and that's how these guys—that's how these guys get get in power. Yeah. Right, 
And one of the key pieces that we're seeing here <clears throat> is there is no objective standard of morality. Right, there right. is no objective standard of, of right and wrong. And so many Christians, we believe in the Ten Commandments, but we don't believe that the Ten Commandments should be the law of the land. Mm-hmm. Or we don't believe that mm-hmm. the Bible is actually the, the way to live, and we we should be ruling according to the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. We, we think, oh, no, it's, you know, we're, we don't want to force our beliefs on anybody. Well... I, I, someone's going to force their beliefs on someone. Yeah, yeah. And if we're not forcing, then we're then they're going to be forcing them on mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. And what, here's the here's the deal: they're not just forcing them on us; they're forcing them on everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and our way is the right way is the God honoring way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the way to human flourishing. Mm-hmm. And their way is is the way of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, he who hates wisdom hates death. Right. Yeah. So Proverbs. Says. Hmm. He who hates wisdom hates death. Yeah, what we want is we we want the let's put it this way, another way of saying the Ten Commandments. We want the best ideas to be ruling our country. We want the best ideas to be that which we will use to make a flourishing society. It happens to be that it's the creator who gave us the yeah. best ideas. So we do want the Ten Commandments to be the law of the land because it is the best idea. It's the is that which has been created for us to be flourishing individuals. Um, you know, it's, it's the good, it's the grace and goodness of God that He gave us. How we can be flourishing individuals? It's by the Ten Commandments, and you know, working that out. So, yeah, that's what we want. We want the best. Yeah. So, this is why there's always you always. Um, I think it's also one of the reasons why, as people get older in our country specifically, as people get older, they tend to get more conservative. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because sure. once you get a family, once you get a home, once you and then you start seeing, I'm being taxed yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my income is being taxed, my home is being taxed, mm-hmm. my say when I go buy food, they're tax they're taxing it again. Yeah. Your car, everything, car tax. Car, yeah. everything, <laughs> everything I've got is being taxed. Why? So. That person can get an abortion, or so that person can, mm-hmm. you know, have a big screen TV. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I'm working hard for this, and I'm trying. And then what do I want to do as a family? A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I want to leave an inheritance to my children. Well, we have things like the death tax, and we have property tax, yeah. and I honestly think property tax is unethical. That I could give my think about it. If if, sure. you, if I were to give my if I paid off my house and I gave it to my son, yeah. Now I'm giving him an asset, and hopefully that would continue to increase in value. But that's going to have a three to four thousand dollar tax bill every single year. Right. Yeah. For sure. Forever. Yeah. Yep. And no, 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 no. And if I'm you don't sorry, pay it, I they just, take it back, I and just, then they tax somebody right, else. <laughs> I just missed. I just misspoke. Three to four thousand dollars, right now. Sure. Next year it might be thirty five hundred. Yeah. The year after that it might be four thousand. Whatever yeah. you know, it, mm-hmm. like it, it. When inflation happens, it goes up too, right? Sure. It, it goes up. So eventually, me give and this is how we how we get property. How the government gets property back? You know, you leave your kid a hundred acres. Yeah. That kid, unless he's making a lot of money, he won't be able to keep that because the taxes become so high yeah. that the government will get it back. Yeah. So that is unbiblical and that's that's immoral. Yeah. That's an immoral practice. Yeah. But we're here because 
of the will of the people. We choose to live short-sighted, and we will, we will vote people in office who just give us what we want right now mm-hmm. and not what's best for our country, what's best for our children. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like for Christians to kind of push back against this, right? We talked about the, the culture, the government pushing down on the people and Christians not pushing back or not speaking up. Like, what does it look like for Christians to intervene in that? Well, obviously, step one is to know your Bible and to, to know. And you should be upset about it, you know? You should be upset about it. And you should be... So one of the things that we would be saying right now is we believe in small government. We believe that, and thankfully in Iowa, like we, we are living in a, a, we're in a pretty good state. There's still a long way to go, but we believe in, we believe in small government, right? And um, we believe in limited, limited government. And we're thankful that we're not ruled in a democracy because mm-hmm. if we were, we would be ruled by the likes of Chicago and LA and New York yeah. City because they've got more people, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to understand it biblically we need to teach our children yes. this this stuff, yeah. and we need to um, not vote on what's the most comfortable or what we what would get us the most money in the moment or mm-hmm. give us the most benefits in the moment. Yeah. We need to vote according to our duty. Yeah, you know, like, and uh, obviously we're we're going to be incrementalists. There's no, you know, we're going to be working towards renewing and restoring things back to the. To, to the, what I think is the founder's vision sure. um, that we've gotten really, really far away from. And, um, yeah, and I think, I mean, it, grassroots. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I think you we've mentioned county over country. I think it is very important that we're involved on the county level of being, as getting many Christians as possible on the various places of of yeah. authority, gov- civic government here in our own county yeah. to make a difference here. I mean, we can make a difference right in our own neighborhood, um, yeah. you know, with what was happening that's really affecting our lives day to day. And I, I want to I reiterate, I know you said it, Justin, but teach your kids about these things, yeah. right? Like, if you're concerned about theoretically how your kid might vote, sit down and teach them about taxes, because like if there's if there's one thing that's going to get kids on the right side, it's hey, you think you're going to make ten dollars an hour? Let's talk about sales tax, yeah. or you know, let's talk about income, income tax. tax. Let's yeah. talk about yeah. retirement withdrawal. Let's talk about. <laughs> I, re- you know. I remember the first time my son opened. You know, he had worked for himself <laughs> for quite a while, so he was just getting cash. And he finally worked for an employer, sure. and he got his first check. He was so excited, he opened that up, and he goes. What's this? And he yeah. started, and he went through about the four different lines that took out of us. He's like, "What's this all going towards? Where's this yeah. all going?" Yeah. Kind of a thing. I'm sorry, yeah. I no, interrupted you, no, Kevin. Exactly that. I mean, te- <laughs> teach them where their money is going, and that will help influence how they vote. Yeah, and it can help a lot of the different ways well, too, yeah. because it's also one of the benefits. This is why there's tax breaks for business owners. One of the things that drives me crazy is, you know, the liberal media. Donald Trump didn't pay any taxes. And I'm like, Donald Trump paid more taxes than any of you, I guarantee you. He paid sales taxes. He paid, you know, he paid all these taxes. Now, did he make an income tax? No, he didn't pay an income tax. Why did he not pay an income tax? Because he's smart with his money and he buys businesses and he buys assets and he can write those assets off. But he's still paying property taxes. He's still, he's paying millions of dollars in taxes. He's just not paying an income tax because he's smart with his money. Right. 
He you knows know, guy, the system. <laughs> it's not just the system, but yeah, it's the system. He, he knows the laws. Out, he, he knows the laws. And he knows the laws. Lives within them. Yeah, and he, and he lives within them. But, you know, it, it, it pays to be a business owner. You know, it pays to be able to write things off of your taxes. Mm-hmm. This, this is um, mm-hmm. some good things. So I think, yeah, educating your children, talking to them about this. Um, you know, and I don't, you know, and I, I would say, you know, reading some books on it, reading some books on the founding and what does it mean to be a limited government? What does it mean to be a republic? What does that actually mean for us? Um, but I, I think, again, I, I want us to, to see this uh, from a biblical point of view. And there's lots of problems with democracy. Obviously, the Bible tells us the heart above all is desperately sick. That means the heart of people is sinful. Yeah. And so if, if your laws are determined by the people whose heart is sick, then you're going to have a sick society, mm-hmm. right? That's going to be, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the statement was government should rest as directly as possible on the will of the people. I would say, nope, government should rest as directly as possible on the will of God. Yeah. Mm. Mm. For sure. Right. So why do we have checks and balances? Why do we have um, a Senate, House of Representatives, right? Why do we have a judicial branch? Why do we have an executive branch of government? Why do we have these things? Why do we have states? Because our founders believed in original sin. Mm -hmm. And they knew we needed checks and balances. And we need a diversified um, power, right? We, we, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely mm-hmm. it has, has been famously said and so we don't we're not a democracy and uh, we, we want to be we want a republic and we want a republic restored to I think the founders yeah. minimally the founders uh, vision um, I would prefer even more biblical than that yeah mm-hmm. you know more biblical than that yep. so that's good any other questions guys I do have a question, actually. Yeah. So we're talking about government, so and we talked about what it looks like to, to change and um, move forward as Christians in this. So what does it look like for a Christian to vote? What should they be looking for? I know this could be a touchy subject for some people, but I just... I'm yeah. Well, it's going to... You're, you need a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And when you're voting, you're not... You don't get to go, what, what, what is going to make my life easier? Or my life better, mm. right? We, it's what does Scripture say? What, which one of these candidates do I believe is more closely aligned to the Scriptures and is going to be pushing a biblical worldview or moving us towards the, the founders, you know, original ideas or the biblical ideals, right? Mm. That that's that's first and foremost. But the problem is, if it's just me, I'm thinking. Who's going, to, who's going to give me my benefits? Yep. Right? Which guy's going to give me the benefits that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Right? Which one's going to take... That one's going to take away my benefits? I mean, that's what this last election was all about. Mm-hmm. He's going to take away your right to mm-hmm. have an abortion. And that became the central issue yeah. for many in the last election. Mm. Right? So, yeah, I think it's having a bi- biblical worldview. And if you don't have a biblical worldview, then you need to call your pastor and sit down and talk with your pastor. Yeah. You know? And we can recommend some books if you want to read or some podcasts. And, uh, and we'd love to 
talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right, that it? I think that's it. that's it. Okay, all right, there it is. If you guys got any questions, email me, Justin Dean at sacredcitychurch.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, love to answer any questions you got. We love you guys. We care for you very much. We're thankful for you listening. And uh, do the thing. Like us, subscribe, send it to somebody. If you found it helpful, and we will talk to you soon. God bless.